coming up on TMS, Karen, Chads, and Brad's Oh My. We're living in peak beer time right now. Nicely done. Pornographic yeah, memory. Cool. A little goo ball in the middle. A cold corpse that pooped the bed. No fear, no pain, just a solar flare. Taco Bell staff ran for the border. A dog poop or a testicle. The new tanning sensation, toner chips. Bypass DRM. Okay. Death by topless roller skating women. Quick, unexpected, and painless. Donkey sauce. Just what a... Donkey sauce. Just got a whole new meaning. Blinded by science in one eye with Bobby. Emergency squirrel making with Bill and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Invisible control over women starts with new code 10. The new invisible way to control a man's hair all day. My nutsack was stuck to my tank. The Morning Stream, better than a straw tart blueberry pop torch. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Tuesday, January 18th, 2021. <laughs> Still doesn't counts. Count. Nope, yeah. doesn't count. Okay, good. Whew. Dodge that right. bullet barely by one syllable. No, no, no. I'm saying it doesn't oh. count. Saying, yeah, it does not count as a... As a uh, your streak is uh, is not starting. All yet right, I'm off. I'm off the wagon. You can go with the correct uh, year. Yeah, put a zero on the sign, you guys. We're we're starting over tomorrow. <laughs> uh, welcome back, everybody. It's nice to see everybody's little uh, uh, face down there in the chat room. Yeah. Uh, of course, Brian's here. I'm here. I'm Scott. It's a show. We're doing it. It's the 18th. I can't believe it. We're almost to February. What's that about? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Does that take care of all of the the amazement that we're already more than halfway through the month? Is that kind of the we just need like that on autoplay. Oh, yeah, yeah we're crazy. Can't believe it's already the 18th. Oh, my God. All right, where's the Yeah, we may as well just right, get anyway. over it, right? We may as well just skip over it because I'm just going to be shocked until I'm dead. You know? I'll yes. just be shocked yes. about the passage of time until I until I fall over dead. And, yeah. uh, oh, this is a fun question. Somebody asked me yesterday, and so I'm going to ask you. Okay. If you could... Ch- it's a little morbid thing to start out with, but whatever. Oh, God, one of these. If you could choose... Lose a testicle or have to <laughs> eat dog poop for the rest of your life. Okay, not quite that bad. That's the, that's the voice of the person who sent that in. I'm just, uh, here's, I'm just, so uh, here's, already, the, here's the real question. Yeah, no, I, you did a good job um, yeah. impersonating his voice. So here's the, here's the real question. If you could choose the manner in which you pass from this mortal coil, uh-huh. what would it be? What preference do you have? Do you want to? Oh, are you a in your sleep guy? Or are you a suddenly sitting there at the dinner table, just plop down in your mashed taters, or like what are you? What do you do? I kind of, I kind of like the one from Monty Python's The Meaning of Life with the guy who gets chased off of the edge of a cliff by a bunch of topless uh, roller skating uh, women. Oh, right, that wasn't. <laughs> That's so kind bad. of how I always imagined that I would go. It's basically a Saturday night at Ibbett's house. Yeah, it's also very convenient because uh, you went face down right into the grave, and so we don't have to do much work. That's right. They mm-hmm. just dug the hole and he landed right in there. Yeah. I um. I mean, is it is it uh, is it a cheat to say peacefully in my sleep? No, no, <laughs> okay. I don't think so. I think that's fine. Right. I I mean, I think that's probably what most people would would say I, the only worry i have about that is i kind of i kind of hope i know ahead of the sleep this doesn't happen i know but i wish i could say oh i know i'm gonna die tonight so i can say my goodbyes so my wife doesn't wake up to a cold corpse next door that probably mm-hmm. pooped the bed because that's what happens when you die you know something weird like that i want to just i want it to be you want to be able to prepare the family right i don't want it to be a shock 
uh, is the uh, main thing. What would be? I don't know. Do you though? I mean, <laughs> that makes those last like. How are you going to get to sleep? Oh man, I'm going to die in my sleep. Well, I'm just going to stay awake. Screw you, yep. fate. Yeah, give me my iPad. I got a game I can play until I fall asleep, or you know, those normal things don't work for a sleepless night when you know that's the night you're going to die. It's not right, quite exactly. the same. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I want. Yeah. I guess I'll just I mean, say right, whatever. I don't want a long, drawn-out thing. Yeah. If we're not allowing the peaceful die-in-your-sleep kind of cheat cheat way uh, answer, then I'd, uh, I think some sort of, um, some sort of explosion or, uh, um, something instantaneous. You want to be vaporized, like, right? Just vaporized. I want to be vaporized. I don't want yeah. to experience falling. I don't want to experience a fire. I don't want to experience drowning. Yeah. I don't want. Uh, yeah. Um, I like you know, this. I want. I want quick, uh, un- unexpected. Painless. Listen, it's going to be, we all know what it's going to be. It's going to be a Game of Thrones slot machine falling on top of me because I'm shaking it, trying to get my dollar back. Yep. Yeah, but that'll be quick. You know, maybe it'll be so it'll heavy. Be, well, it'll be, it'll, I don't know, it'll be slow. I'll just watch all the, the blue hairs coming over and taking <laughs> quarters out of my plastic cup. They're not there to help you. They're to get there to get your coins. <laughs> just to like, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's amazing. How much do you think he's got on his player card? <laughs> but like a, you know, like a really nicely placed solar flare. I don't want everyone yeah. else to die, but if it could just focus on me, that's how I want to die. Just poof. Yeah. Well, is it greedy for me to want everybody else to die when I die? Yeah. Because what does it matter to me? Well, then you could go supernova. <laughs> just you could do supernova. Poof. Exactly. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, we're all gone at once. And if there's an afterlife, we'll all be hanging out wherever, and I can watch a couple right. of my friends who I know are going south, if you know what I'm saying. That's where they're headed. They're going to mm, a very different yeah, place. Yeah, yep, exactly. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Hope you back some sunscreen. Goodbye, guy whose name I won't say in the air. All right. Uh, hey, uh, a couple <laughs> things. So Jamie yeah. informed me over the weekend that he unearthed something I don't remember us doing. Now, you may remember it because... I don't know. Brian may have a better memory about this stuff than I, I do. do but a, I do have a uh, pornographic or a photographic memory. Right. It, boobs, vaginas, uh, penises, <laughs> right. all of it. Yeah. Thank, thank you for explaining <laughs> my joke. <laughs> Explain what pornography is. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> the photographing of people's private parts. <laughs> um, so he dug up this thing from that Fletcher did, Scott Fletcher, uh, okay. Who does our intros? You heard him this morning. This whole thing, the morning stream. You know that guy, great guy. Yeah, we love him. He's guy, amazing. I, I think I remember him. Boy, it feels like it's been forever since I've a seen him or heard anything new for any of our shows from him. It is a mm. long. It's been a very long time. He's a very busy yeah. sort of man about town. I, you know, he is. He's got other things going. He actually has a real job. I don't know, might I be able to get him right. to come to Vegas, though. If we work on it, we might be able to get him there. Yeah. But anyway. Um, Oh, I talked to someone else who, if we're if it for sure happens, and it's I mean yeah. we're, we're planning like it is. Uh, yeah, I heard from someone last night who's coming, who people will be excited to hear about. So I'll tell you. Well, about here's that. here's here's my opinion of that whole thing. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going that weekend. Yeah, we're going whether to Vegas. Not, yeah, yeah. Whether or not we have any other uh, events besides the big one that we know about, um, whether we have room deals at the plaza, whatever that all, you know, that's all, that's all in the works. But if it doesn't happen regardless, uh, I'm going, here's, here's how you guys should look at April, the end of April, Brian and Tina, Scott and Kim, possibly Carter, if she wants to go, 
are all going to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. If we have our if we have our 100% way, it will be a nicely planned TMS fun time. Exactly. But if it's yes. not, then it'll just be a lot of masks and four friends hanging out. So it's happening exactly. regardless. So anyway, it's it'll gonna- still be a lot of masks and it'll either be a lot of masks and four friends hanging out together or a lot of masks and 50 friends hanging out yeah. together. Yeah. Either way, masks. Uh, Jeannie, Jeannie yeah. says she's, she'll never go to Vegas no matter when it is. No, <laughs> we know. We know, Jeannie. And we, we're sad about it because right. we'd love to see you there. But but I get it. The Vegas exactly. isn't for everyone. And J.K. Grammer, yeah, the question, we're, the, the Dallas thing is still being decided right now by smarter people than Scott and I. So. Yes, there's some fluctuation <laughs> there. We don't know on that. But uh, but Vegas, we're going by to Vegas regardless. smarter people, I mean our wives are yeah. helping make the decision. On. Our, our better halves are, uh, yes. making, are having a real meeting. All right, so check this out. I'm going to play this. I don't remember yeah. this. Yes. Uh, you might, and if you do, I'm. Well, you know, you'll say so. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here's far, this doesn't sound familiar. Fletcher reading some fan fiction is how this is listed, and okay. I don't remember him doing this. So maybe this is new, and we never played it. Although Jamie found it, so we must have. So, so here it is. Something extraordinary was happening to Ted Cruz. As his finger traveled down the sticky, laminated length of Fieri's chaos theory of a menu, (laughs) he felt something stirring in his loins. (laughs) Hi, I'm Guy Fieri, he said, rolling the consonant sensually, not at all obnoxiously, over his wet, narrow sea worm of a tongue. Welcome to Flavortown, my man! Cruz licked his thin, disquieting lips, attempting to dislodge the white ooze that had congealed there in his panic. Little did he know that censored, 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 not saying that censored, censored, fateful night. They knew it had to happen in the dumpster, amidst the ruins Fieri had created, amidst the soft filth beds of oversalted linguine, the dried rivers of donkey and blue sabi sauce covering their thrusting bodies like the fluid of the womb. And thrust they did, their censored, 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 censored sight of horrors that would melt the face of any onlooker with its pasty glare. I don't remember this at all. Wow, I don't remember that either. So Guy Fieri and Ted Cruz fanfic that's recent enough to cover the uh, white stuff in the corner of Ted Cruz's mouth. Yeah, so that would have been 2016 when that debate happened. So it's enough time. So somewhere between 2016 and now, this got played. I don't remember this. Yeah, no, I don't either. Was this... A fever dream or did uh was it, it sounds like sounds like the worst mad libs ever yeah or may, <laughs> maybe we got it and never played it or maybe i don't know well I, jamie had to have heard it i don't know where <laughs> yeah we'll have to find out where you heard it that's I don't crazy know what it is dude but it's really gnarly so uh we both we both are in awe and apologize for what we played um, <laughs> we know what we did and we're sorry we're a little bit sorry about it okay yeah moving on uh, yeah. Jay wanted to say something. Jay Fen- yeah. Fantastic. Jay uh, fantastic. You're about yep. to see him in a couple of weeks. I am. And uh, and Before Tank Girl, which is oh, like nice. the first time in 10 years I've seen Before Tank Girl. I oh, my like. gosh. A decade. All right. Well, uh, yeah. he wrote in. He says, usually I get to listen while I'm at work and uh, trying to be in the chat as much, as much as possible. But I have unfortunately missed the segment on Thursday when you talked about Dat Dog, the, uh, the place with hot dogs in New Orleans. <laughs> 
Right. Uh, he says, I knew uh, Brian would have his trepidations, but I suggested it because uh, who wants when to eat I, When I suggested yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, when, when I suggested it. Uh, because who wants to eat a hot dog when they're in a city like New Orleans? Who in Who is world-renowned for their food? So, I thought I'd share just a few items available on the menu. Please try not to drool over yourselves when you read these. All right? First one. Okay. The, I'm going to say Rougarou. I would think Rougarou. Rougarou? Bat, like Baton Rouge, like because uh, they have a French-speaking French, uh, French uh, speaking population. Cajun is uh, evolved from French, so Rouge is oh, red. Could be red, red roux or red sauce. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, alligator sausage, grilled onions, Creole mustard, mm-hmm. tomatoes, jalapenos, mm-hmm. uh, barbecue sauce, and bacon. Oh, my Lord. Okay. I would eat that. Alligator sauce. That may sound weird, alligator meat. It's fantastic. It's yeah, so it is really good. Yeah. If you've never had good alligator, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, crawfish etouffee, dog. Crawfish mm. sausage. Crawfish etouffee. Sour cream, onions, tomato, Creole mustard. Again, these are hot dogs, everybody. I know. And I think that, like, just reading through these, I think that's the one I'm already landing on. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. I mean, that's a lot of crawfish to make a sausage out of it because there's so little no, kidding, meat. Crawfish, sausage, and then crawfish etouffee. Yeah, because yeah, crawfish meat... Yeah, this critter, this uh, this ugly mini lobster, lobster lobsterite. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that you know, oh, that's so big, great. And then you, well, you're not getting anything out of the claws. You rip off the head. You're not getting really anything out of that. You suck it, but you don't get anything out of it. No. And then you have this little tiny bit of tail meat. Crawfish yeah, is is the is the great sham of the. Uh, <laughs> it is. You'd love everything about the great it. Sham of the sea. You love it, but by the time it's done you're like well wait that was nothing give me give me 500 yeah, exactly. more yeah exactly yeah. yeah it's crazy um and don't send your emails we know they're not in the sea okay we yes, know they come from lakes and rivers and bogs stuff. and it's, it's, it's way grosser than what you what you uh probably think i did want to say the great sham of the lake right <laughs> the sham of the lake oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming to shutter exclusively next fall the sham of the lake <laughs> the sham of the lake here's another one a son of All a right. saint dog aka the spicy sun it is val crescent hot yeah, sausage I don't, know that. I don't know what that is either bacon sour cream grilled onions tomatoes and barbecue sauce the guinness special irish guinness sausage this sounds like something you'd like uh, anadoli sauce am i saying that right and andouille andouille like sausage like it's in your oh jambalaya. okay yeah now yeah. I, I know that name uh, onions, shredded cheese, cheddar cheese, bacon, and yellow mustard. These are just a few uh, to name, he says. Yes. The the fact that uh, three out of the four of these contain bacon feels like, all right, well, yeah, they've, they've figured out what is fantastic on a hot dog is bacon. Yeah. No, dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, this sounds freaking fantastic. He also yeah, says anybody coming to New Orleans uh, and doesn't want to wait in a horribly long line at Cafe Du Monde or uh, Decatur Street, with all the hundreds and hundreds of tourists, the pro mo- pro move is to go to Cafe Dumont in the Riverwalk Mall cafeteria, in which there is never a line, and you can get your coffee and beignets and sit outside on the terrace and watch riverboats go by. So there's done. a cool tip, nice tip. Done, done, and done. Love Doing the, that. Love the snow globe, Jason. Well, Jason, thank you for the tips. Also, please send all that food here because that sounds great. <laughs> exactly. Will it keep? Just you know, make sure it's piping hot. Put it in a. A thermos. Yeah. And, uh, I wonder if you could. There's ones. probably not a great way to ship it, but I would love it if they could. It's not like yeah. those pizzas that we get from Barry. They they freeze, but these don't so much. Yeah. Anyway, that's awesome. I'm jealous that you're going to get to see those guys and, and hang out. That's a cool town, 
But again, one street over, you'll get murdered. So just be careful. Is all I'm I saying. I know. I know. We're we're definitely going to be. Uh, you know, if we're doing French Quarter, it's during the day. I mean, well, yep. uh, you know, Bourbon Street any time of day is fine. Yeah, uh, Bourbon Street's fine during the day. Go there at night, and, it gets a little sketchy. Things get. And weird. we're not going to make any bets that um, that that some kid is going to be able to tell me where I got my shoes. No, uh, I know that trick. Yeah, that's an old that that old trick. Can't be tri- yes. you can get cab- uh, trick Brian once. That's yeah, on you. Fool me once, you're yeah. not gonna fool me again. That's right. This is the place where I saw that dude stu- or that lady stumble out of her her house onto the main street looking for her needle because she was desperate for another hit. Oh jeez. And it was starting yeah. to get dark, and I had kids with me, and I was I was probably twenty four, and we had Kim's kid sister and brothers with her. And we were trying to, we got lost. We were trying to find our way back. And the darker it gets, the weird, the weirder New Orleans gets. And uh, man, I thought we were all going to die that night. <laughs> it was so bad. Wow. Yeah. But well, Nolan's going to Nolan's. Yeah, they're going to do what they're going to do. Um, and maybe you can catch a jazz game. Oh, I'm sorry. They moved to Utah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's a shame. That, that happened. Or a Saints game. Oh, they're no good. Just Season's kidding. over. <laughs> uh, actually, the, the, it would be More cool to it'd be fun to see the Saints. What's what's their Coliseum called? Uh, is it just called the Coliseum? Um, whatever no, it is, what it's I where all the people. There's they're still in the playoffs. Yeah, what am I talking about? Oh, are they in the playoffs? I thought they were out. They're still in the playoffs. The Superdome, the uh, Superdome, Superdome. You yeah. ought to. Uh, uh, I don't know how you'd get in there, but uh, I, I'm fascinated by that because that was the place where everybody kind of went during the during Katrina to you know to find shelter, right? Right, and it's notorious for that that whole thing, and to see it now or just see it normally would be just a trip. I don't know why. I just want to see oh, that. Yeah. I want to go in there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, all right, there's that. Oh, the Saints are out. Okay, I thought they were. I thought they uh, were in the playoffs, but I guess not. Oh, sorry, Saints. Oh, sorry, Saints fans. That's a that's too bad. What are you going to do with your flirtily celebration flirtilies? <laughs> that's right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh, beignets are just funnel cakes, says Jonathan. Well, they are. Every every culture and cuisine has a deep fried dough equivalent, whether it's yep. um, sopapillas or beignets or like uh, what what is the dumpling? That's not dumplings, but pierogies. Uh, are, pierogies. That- you can do sweet pierogies. Pierogies. Yeah. yeah. Totally can do yeah. that. I like uh, I like a beignet more than most. Probably it's that powdered sugar. Don't breathe in while you're eating it, or else you're nope. gonna. Hack cough like it. crazy. Yep. yep, nobody wants you coughing in a public place uh, during this this time that we're in. Uh, but yeah, beignets are amazing if they're done right. If they're too oiled up, bleh. yeah, yes, exactly. Don't no, can't be too bleh. greasy. Yeah, not pierogies. I know those are the potato dumplings. There's a there's another one that's actually dough, and I can't remember what it is. But My daughter's uh, been steaming buns, Japanese buns. Oh, like bao buns? Yeah. yeah. And there's like a little goo ball in the middle of it, and on the outside, it's that very nice doughy whatever. Mm-hmm. And she has mm-hmm. the 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 round um, basket uh, type thing with the lid, like very traditional way of making it. Yeah. yeah. They're so good. Oh, my God. I'm sure. I feel like I get two pounds on me every time I eat one. <laughs> I gotta stop doing that. Uh, Brian, tell me about the Tim Burton Danny Elfman thing. I want to know about. Yeah, this. so uh, it's been a while, but <laughs> this happened after the last uh, episode of TMS. So just super quick. Uh, so this thing is is traveling around. I looked it up, and they're going to like Columbus and Chicago and Hartford and and other places. But is the music of Tim Burton 
um, or the music of uh, Danny Elfman for the Tim Burton films. I had forgotten how many uh, Tim Burton films Danny Elfman did the music for. Right? You remember all the big ones like Nightmare Before Christmas and Beetlejuice and Edward Scissorhands and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I forget about things like Planet of the Apes, um, Dark Shadows. Uh, you know some of those lesser known ones, uh, Frank and Weenie, of course. Did he do? Um, I mean, he's done almost all of them. Like he did the what's that one I love so much with uh, Ewan McGregor in it? And the name Big is Fish. Big Fish. Yeah, music's Big great. Fish, in so that movie. good. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, there's this this traveling thing that's going through uh, like the the concert hall circuit, the symphony circuit, and it's a conducted symphony doing the music of Tim Burton films, Danny Elfman music from Tim Burton films. And here's the best part of it is uh, uh, Danny Elfman comes out uh, for all of the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff and sings all of the Jack parts himself. And the dude still can perform in front of a crowd like uh, like great. nobody's business. He is it's just amazing. He is so good. And um, uh he chews up the stage and then for an encore he comes back he comes back out after um Alice in Wonderland comes back out and does the Oogie Boogie song. Oh, nice. <laughs> which he which he wrote, but obviously didn't perform in the film, but uh, he's super proud of that. So hmm. um yeah, this was on I found this out, Jeannie. She's right. This was on PBS five or six years ago. Um at the Met, I think. I can't remember, but there, I looked online to see if that was streaming anywhere because it looks like the same thing right down to uh, Sandra, this amazing electro violinist that just tears up the stage. She's so great. Um, but it is, uh, yeah, if you can find it, if you can find it online, great performances, I think, is the... Oh, so this probably exists somewhere. You could find, track this probably down. Probably exists somewhere. Maybe okay. somebody's Plex server has it. But regardless, um, if it comes to your town, go. Don't Don't hesitate. Just go. Yeah, I, uh, it sounds awesome. Um, yeah. It feels like something uh, to absolutely see. And was this a? Yeah. This wasn't a mystery date. It was just sort of a date. Nope. Right? Yeah, Tina had January, and I bought these tickets back in like September, October of last year, um, knowing that she'd have January, so she knew about it. I've got February. I don't know what I'm going to do for February, honestly. No. I'm taking her to friggin' New Orleans. Doesn't that count? Yeah, Can that counts. That, that counts. Date? It's not a mystery, but yeah. it counts. But there's all sorts of mystery yeah. stuff going on in New Orleans, so it's kind of there. Counts. There really is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll I'll be just fine. Take her to a cemetery. She'll love that. Well, that sounds great. I'm uh, uh, jealous of this. I will try to track that in that PBS thing or see yeah. it if it comes to town. I don't know if it is. There's probably some tour information somewhere. So probably this was one of those events where not even not even like a recent test. You had to be vaccinated to get in there and mis- and masks the entire time. Yeah. And they were on it. Like there was, I only saw one person who was trying to get away with the, the mask under the nose kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And the usher was like on top of it. Uh, they didn't have that thing down under their nose for more than like two minutes before somebody was over there saying, sir, you got to pull that up over your nose. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's, uh, you know what I like about that? That's somebody, that's somebody who understands that they are a a private business and are empowered to enforce whatever rules exactly. they want within the space of their I'm business. Public, I could do what I want. Yeah, you can. Nope. You absolutely you're not, you're have. I public. love it when they feel empowered because they need to. Yes. They don't need to tiptoe yes. around Karens and Brads and Chads or whoever the nope. hell they are. <laughs> just do it. You run it like you your business. Whatever your rules are, you just do it. Exactly. Yeah. Just follow there's... the rules. Whatever the rules of the place I'm in, whether it's somebody's house or somebody's business, yeah, just follow yeah. the rules. It's not oh, the yeah. it's not the government suppressing your speech. It's you 
It's you following exactly. a, my rule. No shirt, no shoes, no service. Uh, freaking. That's, that's right. Exactly. Pe- penis is out. You're out. You know, that kind of thing. Is that a rule? <laughs> Did I make that up? <laughs> I still like the Karens and Brads and Chads. <laughs> Karen's and Brad's and Chad. I'm sorry, Brad's, Chad's, and Karen's, really, for how you've been treated over the yeah. last couple of years. It's not really fair. Uh, all right. We're going to do <laughs> some news, and yeah. it's going to be great. Speaking of PBS. Yeah, no kidding. little PBS music there for you. All right. Hey, it's the news, and it's brought to you by... 13peppersbyralph.com is having a sale to move the last of his inventory. He specializes in hot pepper seeds. Don't eat the seeds. Eat the hot peppers that grow from the seeds, people. The hotter the better. And if you use the code TMS at checkout, you'll receive an additional discount of 15% off the sale price just for being a fellow Tad Pooligan listener. So, if you have it in your heart to help out a fellow nerd, please visit the site 13peppersbyralph.com. Put the number 13, but then spell out everything else peppersbyralph.com also follow him on uh, on instagram 13 peppers by ralph and youtube which just shortened to 13 peppers for all of his fun stuff 13 peppers 13 peppers it's my favorite ashton kutcher movie oh it's so good uh, anthony kiedis made a special guest starring role on 13 good. peppers yeah, it was great yeah yes. him and that's flea. too many peppers speaking of penises out flea i, I still can never get the I, as much as i and i loved that 1999 woodstock documentary but yeah. I can't get the vision of Flea performing naked out of my head. I can't. It won't go away. Wow. wow. It's just forever in my head. Is this nasty, pasty white, nasty Flea on the side of the thing playing his bass like a freak show with his wiener flopping around. I just can't do it. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to this story here. Uh, you know. Canon. You know, they make the the the, the copiers the and the phone. Oh, oh, that cannon. Yeah, okay. they, that cannon. Uh, they mm-hmm. they make the mostly we're, we know them for their cameras and stuff, but they also make copiers and printers sure. and stuff like that. Sure. Well, they can't get enough toner chips, so because of the chip shortage, <laughs> toner chips. It just sounds like something somebody would send us to eat on the show. Oh yeah, toner chips. Oh, these are so good. Chips. Yeah, they'll they'll help you slim down and taste great at the same time. Exactly. Uh, so they're telling they're telling their customers how to defeat the DRM that the chips are for. This is great. Uh, for years, printers have been encumbered with digital rights management systems that pre- uh, prevent users from bullying or buying rather third-party ink and toner cartridges. Printer companies have claimed that their chip-enabled cartridges can enhance the quality and performance of their equipment and provide the best customer service and protect the printers from counterfeit and third-party ink cartridges. Basically, it's just their way of making you buy the shit through them and not oh. some third party who's cheaper. Anyway, uh, they can't get them. And so because they can't get these chips... Uh, they have told people how to win <laughs> and how to, how to make it work and bypass it, yeah. which kind of screws them for the future because now you can just bypass it's the, out there. the current right. gen. They'd have to wait for a whole new round to like redo your thing to make it not bypassable anymore. <laughs> By the way, please download our new firmware. We're not going to tell you what it does. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, here's their exact thing. They say, due to the worldwide continuing shortage of semiconductor components, Canon is currently facing challenges in procuring certain electronic components that are used in our consumables for multifunction printers or MFPs. Uh, sure a Canon, <laughs> and it's, uh, this is in German, but they translated it. In uh, order to ensure a continuous and reliable supply of consumables, they have decided to supply consumables with a semiconductor component until the normal supply takes place again. Uh, anyway, here's how you do it. The software on these printers comes with a relatively simple way to defeat them. Depending on the model, 
When an error message occurs after inserting the toner, you can press either I agree, close, or okay. When the user presses the button, the world uh, the world does not end. Rather, Canon says that the users can go ahead and use the third party thing, no negative effects. That's literally the bypass. Hit the okay Great. button. Lame. <laughs> press okay. Lame. That's hilarious. Lame. Uh, what's what's is there another company that has something that's like DRM protected that uh, that we feel like could could do the same sort of thing if they Keurig, was right? a shortage. The Keurigs or the um uh the Oh, the pods. Nespresso sure. pods, yeah. Don't I think they all have something. Do they have a, like you can't use I, th- I thought you could use third party pods in a Keurig without a problem. Um No. Hmm. Let's see. Is that true now? I thought that was I thought they had to be was licensed. That, uh I didn't think so, but maybe. Maybe it's just the Keurig 2 cuz the Keurig 1 you could use whatever and then Yeah. Let's see, uh, Keurig DRM. I'll look for. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Merrick Prime confirms. Yeah, with the older ones, you could use any pod, but now the newer ones require the like specific Keurig. Well, and here's the thing that says: here's a super easy way to get around their DRM description uh, nice. Uh, nice. restrictions. See, your old pods and K cups <laughs> don't work, but now you can fix that. It says special ink. Hold on. Um. That's okay, there's some okay, you have to put a little yeah. tape on something. It looks like it's easy though, is the point. You probably just put one of, like put print uh, the UPC code on a piece of tape and then just put it yeah, on stick whatever it on your cup. pod you want to use, then take it off, put it on the next pod you want to use. Yeah, there's probably the, you, yeah, that's funny. Uh, do you uh you know those Coinstar machines uh that you find in like grocery stores and and um, Kmart's and Targets and things like that, where mm-hmm. you take all your change, dump it in there, and then they can, they give you cash, but they take like a seven percent right uh, cut. Mm-hmm. Or if you do an Amazon gift card, then they do uh, they give you full the full amount. Right. There's a the way to get around those. If the cord that goes to the nearby phone port, because yeah. <laughs> these have a modem in it yeah. that talk back to the mothership. So if you uh, once you put your money in and it says, okay, would you like cash? It's going to cost you 7%. You unplug the modem cord yeah. and say, okay. And then when it can't communicate with the mothership, then it gives you the full amount like it would on an Amazon <laughs> gift card uh, for cash. <laughs> no way. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. great. Uh, just who, who knew that if you just unplug it from the server... Just that thing's it that from dumb. The modem, the phone, the the yeah. <laughs> phone port. I can't talk to. I haven't seen cord. one of these in ages. Are they still around? I guess they probably are. Right? I think they are. Yeah, and they're probably more important than ever because the the coin shortage that we had last year. These mm-hmm. these guys probably uh, they probably pay you more. They probably give you a seven percent uh, bonus if you bring your change. To oh yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. I'll bet the newer ones, like the store, the ones that are in store, they probably started doing Wi-Fi or something, you know? like Probably. You'd think that they'd have to figure out some alternative way of, of doing it. Yeah, and it wouldn't cost them much more to do that. But yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah, it's uh, like the old uh, weld a quarter to a, a, a piece of uh, stiff wire and keep playing Pac-Man as much as you want. Yeah, we had people. So when my dad ran arcades in the oh, 80s. Yeah. He used to have... We'd open them up. Sometimes the machine would get jammed or whatever, right? So you'd have to go yeah. fix it. And most of the time, jamming was just like, oh, there's just a quarter that fell weird or yeah, this guy put a, a Canadian. stuck to it accidentally or something. Yeah, sticky or, you know, a Canadian quarter doesn't work or whatever. Right. And uh, right. he'd go clear them out. Sometimes 
you'd walk up to the machine and the, you'd see a wire like sticking out of the coin thing. <laughs> sticking out of the... <laughs> yeah. So you'd have to open that all up and extract it. It was always really hard to get those out. Um, oh, I'm sure. But uh, you can still... I think they probably still work in some cases. I think a lot of those mechanisms are a lot more sensitive now. And even now, if you go to any arcade now, it's all it's all put your money in a machine and get tokens. So Right, or a card. Swipe your card to play this oh, game. Oh, yeah, the card swipes. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. Yeah. Kind of makes me want to go play in an arcade. Um, right. <laughs> me too. Uh, here's a, we like lists, right? You like lists? You into that? I do like lists, Scott. Hey, okay. we'll go play in an arcade in uh, in Vegas. We'll go to the uh, the pinball museum. Oh like hell yeah! The brand hell. new location. Yeah, it's in. Isn't and, it closer to the strip or something? Or where is it? It's now? right. Yeah, just a little bit south of uh, across the street from um, Mandalay Bay. So. Oh, I'm super into that. Let's do that. Uh, okay, these are the top 50 food chains in America. Ranked by popularity. By, ranked by what? By popularity according to okay. eatthisnotthat.com. Okay. All right. So, or, not, uh, like, know, we see. know Subway has the most locations, but they're not highly ranked. Correct. They're highly ranked. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. it's not about numbers uh, or availability. It's just, like you said, it's uh, uh-huh. uh, if people like them or not. So, number 50 is one I've never heard of. I'm just going to rip through these because there's 50 of them. Uh, but checkers and rallies. Do you have that? Is that a thing? Oh, we don't have checkers and rallies out here. It's a that's an East Coast, Southern, Southern yeah. thing, right? All over Georgia and Florida and uh, sounds really good. The Carolinas. It's yeah. like burgers and wings and you know stuff like that. Mm. Uh, number forty nine, Jamba Juice. Number forty eight, Einstein Brothers Bagels. Bagels. We have a bunch of those here. Weird to call Jamba Juice a fast food restaurant because. Do they have more just than just smoothies? There, right? We got like a, I don't know. Well, what I else they, they have? have bowls. We oh, can get an acai bowl. Oh, <laughs> okay. I don't think it All counts. Right. I don't think it counts. I think it shouldn't be on this list. But whatever. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Einstein Brothers Bagels, Carvel, it's an ice oh, cream shop. Carvel, yeah, where you get your fudgy the fudgy the whale ice cream cake. Never heard of this. That's a new one. <laughs> Carvel is that? They have those in Denver somewhere. Nope, no Carvel's. Uh, I think Carvel's another East Coast, or Carvel as another East Coast thing. All right, Sbarro, the big uh, pizza joint there in the mall. Oh, I like Sbarro. Yeah, right. Yeah. When are these guys going to expand beyond malls? Right. Well, there's an image here of one that's <laughs> looks is, like a street corner. Yeah, I can't tell not. where. Maybe that that's is. just a street corner in a mall because there are there is OSHA approved fencing on the very top <laughs> of that image. Yeah, there's another restaurant up top with seating. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's, that's probably what that is. Uh, number forty-five, Shake Shack. We got our first one of those two years ago. Um, Wing Stop. They're okay. What a burger. Still don't have one of those. They got the Wonder yeah, Woman Texas, uh, logo. Yeah. Look at that logo. They're ripping off Wonder Woman. It is. They really are ripping off Wonder Woman. Well, well, how do you call it Wonder Burger or something? Yeah. How do they? Well, there's a school too. Um, What's the school? Is it West Virginia UVW? And what's the? There's a school that uses that that stack of W's as well. The stripey W. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, shoot. University Somebody of Wisconsin. Old. Where, where uh, Wieners are us? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, J.C. Calhoun, West Virginia. Yeah, they're confirming West Virginia. All right. Firehouse Subs, number forty-two. Church's Chicken at forty-one. I'm just thinking about how much Claire loves us talking about food. I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> None of these are vegan places. Well, nope. maybe Jamba Juice is Maybe Jamba, place. yeah. You might be able to not have meat in your smoothie. <laughs> uh, Jersey Mike's is on here. We like them. 
Yeah. Uh, should, we, should we jump to the top 20? Yeah, you know, I guess we got time. We can talk about a few more. I don't know. Some of these are weird, like Long John Silvers, Jack in the Box should not we be We don't on have here. those out here anymore, as far as I know, Long John Silvers. We used to, but we don't anymore. Uh, Nathan's Famous and, oh, in and out at 33. That seems not as high as you'd think. Uh, yeah, the way people talk about it. It seems appropriately high. <laughs> it does to me, too. I, I think they're overrated. We've talked about that. Yeah. But, um, I'm glad we haven't gotten to Freddy's yet. So that's good. I've got holding out for Freddy's being high, uh, high yeah. on the list. Okay, now I'm going to jump down to the top 10, and, and, and this will really be the ones we care about here. So according okay. to this, right. number 10, Taco Bell. Bing! Run for the border. Yeah. All right. By the way, how many tacos have you gotten with your taco pass? Four total. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think I'm- I'm at three, so you're doing all right. Kind of tired of them, if I'm honest. <laughs> I don't want to run really? out. Okay, I don't want wow. to run out and get another one today. I think I'm good for a bit. I don't know. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. oh! I didn't even tell you the story. This is so funny. Ooh, all right. So we went to get another one. I guess it would have been my fifth on Saturday, I guess. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And we did it on the app ahead of time, right? Like you're supposed to. Yeah, like you have to. Yep. Had a reward and some other stuff. So got it all in the app. It says, great, congratulations. Come by the location, blah, 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 and pick it up. And so we did. And we pull up there, and there's a giant cone that's blocking the driver. The oh, no. I'm like, well, wait a minute. It says drive up only. Go check the door. So we check the door. Lobby's closed. Drive up's uh, open. It says, yes, we're open, but nobody's in there. It's like completely abandoned. <laughs> like no one. And so really? we, we still okay. don't, to this moment, I still don't know what happened. Like, were, was there an emergency? Did they have a shutdown because some employee exploded? Or I don't know what yeah. happened. So we, we, there was nothing you could do, oh, no. and the app didn't know. The app's not their yeah. their systems aren't talking to each other, so they don't. The app has no idea, so we have to cancel that. And then it's like, why would you cancel? We're making it. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're don't. There's no one even in there. Yeah, there's nobody there. <clears throat> so that was really weird. So we ended up, went to uh, Del Taco because I was in the mood. Got Did that. Get your rewards. <laughs> Did you Del Taco and say, hey, uh, do you guys accept uh, Taco Lovers Pass from Taco Bell? <laughs> I'll bet somebody's asked him that. You know I'll someone bet. has. Yes. And that was a bad day for everybody when they asked yeah. that. That's st- yeah. That sucks. But anyway, whatever they did, they left, and that was it, and it sucked. So uh, we were annoyed. Uh, let's see, well, Chick-fil-A. You got your, uh, your rewards back. Oh, we did. They they, 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 right. they finally let the cancellation go through, but it, like, it took a while, and it was like looking yeah. weird. Like We had to like call them and say, you know, it was, it was weird. Wow. Uh, Chick-fil-A, number nine. Number eight, Pizza Hut. Yeah. Pizza Hut. Yeah, Pizza yeah. Hut. They're in there. Pizza the Hut. Pizza the Hut. Seven Arby's. <clears throat> you got a little Arby's on you. Yeah. God, I wish we had an Arby's closer. Do you not have... Oh uh, I have so many here close. It's way too close. Yeah. I wish they the were further away. Closest one is about 15 minutes. Probably 15 minutes away. I wish they were further away from me. Uh, number six, Dunkin' Donuts. Bleh. Uh, cinna- uh, yeah. I don't, yeah. Again, I don't know how you call that a fast food place because all they sell are donuts. Well, they do donuts... Don't they have other? They got other junk, right? Like other desserty things. But you're right. It's not really. It's not a food yeah. chain. It's and I would, and what are you? The next one on the list has the same damn thing. Yeah, Cinna- oh, sandwiches by Telegy. Okay, all right. Cinnabon. <clears throat> Cinnabon. Do they have uh, anything but cinnamon buns? Cinnabon doesn't have anything besides buns. Come on. They yeah, and it's all sweet. It's not. Book of Pizza. What? How the pizza? And all these guys are talking. I think about other uh, bagel sandwiches are still. Um, or still Dunkin' Donuts talk. Oh, well, if that's... Okay, well, that's fine there. But Cinnabon, you'd have a hard time convincing me there. That's a weird one. Yeah. 
Uh, Wendy's, fine, whatever. Number four. Square burgers, okay? That's what you get there. <laughs> and Bacon Fest, whatever Bacon Fest is. Right. Uh, Krispy Kreme, number three. Again, what are you getting there? Pretty, pretty singular focus there. You're definitely not getting anything besides donuts and coffee there, right? Yeah. No breakfast sandwiches at Krispy Kreme. And, an, and a logo that looks like the 50s called and want it back, you know? That's right. Those. Yeah. Baskin yeah. Robbins, number two. Again, oh. <laughs> it's ice cream, man. Um, now, the last one I guess I can kind of get, and I do like a good place like this, or I like a good Dairy Queen, yeah, but Dairy Queen, yeah, number one. Fraser. Yeah. yeah. They got burgers and, you know, and they got everything. I was really hoping, I was holding out for Freddy's somewhere on this list. I'm doing a search. There's no Freddy's to be Freddy's to be found. Nope. Eater. Nope. Or eat this, not that, dot com. What? What is the deal? What's the deal? Since the Freddy's. There's no McDonald's either. Hold on. Don. Yep, they didn't put McDonald's in here. Yeah. There's no Burger King. Yeah, there King. was in the 14. There oh, there was? The 14. Yeah. Did I spell McDonald's wrong? Yeah, you probably did. I probably did. Oh, I did. I spelled no it. A. I put McDonald's. Yeah, that's the problem. There's no A. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that was number 14. For the okay. place with the uh, golden circles. What's the. <laughs> looking for McDougal's. Mrs. Fields McDowell's. is on here. I guess they. Yeah, McDowell's. I couldn't find it. Um, A and W, KFC, Burger King is on the list. Sonic's on here. I can't believe Freddy's isn't on here. And also, Five Guys deserves to be way the, uh, oh, better on that Five list. Guys should be up here. So, what the way that they figure out the popularity? It, you can't you can't use this this algorithm, whatever algorithm they're using, because they're basically saying, "Oh, when you're in the mood for ice cream, Dairy Queen and Baskin Robbins are the number one places people go." Yep. But fast food is, you know, you get your tacos, burgers, your your subs, your whatever. Yeah, it's whatever it's food chicken, you can make fast. Fried chicken, etc. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I don't know about this I list. I don't know about this list. I'm not sure I'm a fan of this list. Yeah, this list, yeah, I don't know about this yeah, list. I'm not sure. Here's what I am sure about. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Bill Duran will join us. I have an email for him, which I really like. Uh, and then he'll tell us some other stuff. So it's making stuff with Bill. And then, of course, Bobby will be here with a science segment. So stick around okay. for all that fun coming up yeah. right after this song break. Hey, Brian, why don't you tell me what song it is? Sure. Well, we may not have Brian Dunaway on today's show, but South Carolina is getting represented as well as Equal Vision Records. Big thanks to them for sending this over to me. Uh, an indie rock quartet called All Get Out. You know, like, oh, I'm hungry as all get out mm. after that last article. Mm. ALL get out um they have a brand new uh couple of songs first ones that they've released since their album no bouquet in 2018 uh we're gonna listen to the second one that sounds like um you know initials that are short for something stands for here is dfr by the band all get out we'll be back in a moment i don't feel right about it now Stepping out of the woods It rattled all the nerves Probably more than it should This lesson you deserve Shaking hands in the dark It happens all the time And I don't feel so good Take you home to fix you up Let me burn on the pavement Waiting my turn 
I was supposed to do everything that I could do to encourage and support the children in the telling of these yucky secrets. And the more yucky secrets they were able to tell, the more stickers they got for that day. So the kids were real motivated to do this as well. What the f*** was that? Go f*** a refrigerator, Peckerneck. This is the Morning Stream. we're back please tell me one more time what that indie in the middle was sure that is uh, the brand new song dfr from the band all get out all get out man all I'm get out tired as all get out here exactly all get out i did kind of sleep all right last Good. night for the first time in uh, i feel like a month i don't know what was going on there with me but yeah i woke up at uh <clears throat> i woke up at about 4 15 4 30 this morning and yeah? never got back to sleep so. time for milking what'd you do did you get time up for milking time to make the donuts uh, <laughs> i had to go work at one of the the top donut fast food restaurants in america <laughs> well according to this list that would be correct yeah all right well <clears throat> none of that matters what matters now most is that we get old punish props boy himself in here mr bill duran sure. And when he answers, we... I want to know what he's been making lately. Hey, What's probably, he been making? Probably some things. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran from PunishProps.com. Hello and welcome to your Tuesday slot. How are you? Oh, I don't hear him. Oh, no. We do not hear Bill. Bill huh? needs to make oh, a microphone. Now we do. You're unmuted hey. now. Hello. There we go. Mutation. Someone unplugged my microphone. Oh. Uh, uh-huh. I blame a cat. Mark! You got your, <laughs> you got your wife and your cat, and that's all it you can blame. Yeah, it's always always blame the cat. Uh, hey, Bill, it's good to have you here. Now, I got to start things off today with a question we got from a guy who calls himself Father Dorcas. Okay, all right, I like it. And I didn't warn you about this question, and it's it's not one that I don't think needs any warning, but I love it. So here it is. Uh, hey, Bill, if you ever had to defend your home from invaders, which of your replicas would you use to do it? Says Father Dorcas. Oh. Yeah. So what do you think uh, of that? What do you think there? What would you do? Pull what? What sword or which device or whatever would you pull off that wall and then fight to the death with? Okay, first of all, I'm under no illusion that that would ever happen, or that I would do anything useful. However, in the closet next to my bed is a small replica of the sword Sting from The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's a real metal sword. Yeah, it's not a good one. But it's there, mm. and it's. I haven't thought about a plan, <laughs> but if something goes bump in the night, that's the first thing I'm grabbing. Okay, so you got a little oh, short right. so sword, yes, and it is metal, like it's. It, it is, okay. yeah, and it would hurt if he got clobbered with it. But if I sword fought someone with it, it might break. It's it's like a, it's one you would get at the mall. Let's mm. say. Oh, <laughs> I like it. One of those uh, Asian mall uh, replica store things. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Okay. Right. Yes, I like those right places. Next to a monkey that uh, spits incense. I like those places because um, I don't know why, actually. I just kind of like window shopping there. I never buy anything there, but I just love looking at all that stupid stuff. No, there's definitely something something fun about those places. It it makes me, it reminds me when I was 15, and that was my world. Pointy metal things, swords and daggers were the coolest thing ever. So when I see a 
a shop like that, that's what I think. Yeah, you can't like avoid 15 it. 15-year-old Bill would love this place. Of course you would, yeah. Well, that's awesome. All right, so I, this guy was probably hoping <clears throat> you were going to pull some, like, you know, fallout gun off the wall or something like that. But uh, <laughs> nope, just a sword. No, just a I've, sword, I've had this plan for a while. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you've had this plan. Your plan seems to be put sword next to me, grab if needed. Yeah, yeah that's, oh. the, yep, that's, that's the entirety of the plan. I like it. Well, Bill, uh, welcome to the show. Hey, you probably got a little uh, making stuff advice for us today. What's going on? Sure do. Got a new video over on our website. Uh, you guys played Inscription yet? Yes, it's awesome. Oh, I well, you're gonna like you're gonna like the new video. Yeah, it's very Ooh, good. It's uh, uh, it's like um, so Brian knows it's like a Slay the Spire, but very different. It's one of the most unique right. stylistic. Really? takes on like okay. deck building and and card battlers i've seen in years it's crazy oh, right cool. yeah crazy game. so it's, i would describe it as like a card game with some puzzle elements and a lot of mysteries to discover mm-hmm. and I, I recommend the game and i recommend going into it without looking anything up and just just figure everything out as you go it's oh i love that kind of thing weird it's a little creepy but there's a lot of there's a wacky story to to unfold and, and i i really enjoyed it Brittany and i both really enjoyed it yeah uh, and there are a lot of objects. So you have this card game that you play, and there are a lot of objects associated with both the card game and the puzzles. So we made the squirrel in a bottle. Oh. It's a squirrel card. You use squirrel cards in the game. Every once in a while, you need an extra squirrel. You grab <laughs> your squirrel in a bottle and break it open, and you get another card. Yeah, it's a very weird mechanic, but it works. It is. Yeah. It, and and as soon as uh, we saw it, we had to have one. Yeah. So we made one. Oh, that's, that's awesome. cool. I don't yeah. see the video on the site yet. Is it not up yet? Uh, I'm not sure. It's over on our YouTube channel for sure. I don't see it there either. Your uploads say it was... Oh. Hold on. Yeah, the latest one is a EVA foam deal. That's weird. I see it. No. I see it. I don't know why I don't see it. All right. Well, I'll figure it out. Anyway. All right. Continue on. <laughs> Date added. Oh, oh, no. That's oldest. Hold on. Date newest. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. No, it still says your EVA you phone from nine us, months ago. You could ago. just give us a link either in our Discord. Oh or yeah, 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 you yeah, could yeah. do that. That'd be a good idea. I don't know why I sure. don't see so, it. Though. It's funky. So we started the whole thing. I'll grab a link here in a moment. We You're started fine. the whole thing with a real glass bottle. Brittany found one on Amazon that was like perfect. It was the right size, the right shape. Uh, and then of course we needed the card art. And someone on YouTube went not YouTube, just the internet here. Link in chat. There we go. Oh, there we go. Cool. Someone on the internet grabbed all the card art, put it together so that you could print it out in case anyone wanted to play the card game at home, which is another thing you could do. Uh, I thought that was really, really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But of course, we decided to just use that card art, print it out, and make our own cards that look real. Sure. Uh, So we have this really nice parchment paper, really fancy for like, you know, fancy letters. Mm -hmm. Uh, We printed it out on that front and back. And then uh, I used a spray glue. Uh, Super 77 is a really good spray glue. It's like a rattle can of paint, only it sprays out, you know, yeah. glue. Oh, interesting. Okay. Sure, sure. Yeah, so I sprayed a thin layer of glue on the back of the paper that we printed out and glued the fronts and backs together to make the full card. Uh, and that also made it the card stiffer, more like a playing card, and less like a sheet of paper, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how we made the cards. Just cut them out. Uh, and then we had to get them in the bottle. That was we probably spent the most time on that. <laughs> I'll bet because this is. I was gonna say you either have to roll it up and jam it down there, and then fiddle, or you got to pop the bottom out like they do with some of those ships. Or this sure. seems hard, mm-hmm. difficult. Yeah, we went with option A. 
which was to roll the card up, stuff it in there, and then spend a while with some tweezers, just sort of massaging the card back into flat. So it didn't <laughs> stay rolled up. And- yeah, it took a little while, but it, it worked out really well. And the card's a little uh, a little disheveled, but that really helps sell the look. These are supposed to look old and gnarly. Uh, I suspect, ah. by the way, some people in the chat are like, hey, where do I get this game? Right now it's on PC. It's coming. Uh, there's There's rumors it's coming to tablets and some other stuff, but as it stands right now, it's a it's a PC game. Sorry, Bill. Go mm-hmm. ahead, continue. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the other thing we wanted to do is make this thing look nice and old and dirty. Uh, the first thing I did is I took some pigment powder. We have we have all these different colored pigment powders I usually use for dirtying up clothing and stuff. Yeah. I took a brown and it looks like dust, right? Like dark brown dust. <laughs> and I dusted yeah. the inside of the bottle a little bit. To make it look like it's been filled and refilled and emptied a whole lot of times. There's just some grime stuck in there. Uh, And then the outside of the bottle, we wanted it to look all old and cloudy. Uh, So we used Mod Podge, which is a PVA glue, kind of like Elmer's glue. Sure. We just um, wetted that down or or thinned that down with a little water and then dabbed it on with a paper towel to make the outside of the bottle look all cloudy and dirty I put some of that pigment powder in there, too, to make it look a little bit tinted a color. And it really, once it dries, it really sells the effect that this bottle has been sitting on a shelf for, like, 50 years. Oh, yeah. It uh, definitely, it looks ancient. Um, and I, I see there's a part here where you're explaining how you achieved it with a slight, with a slider of glass or of the of plastic or something. And you're sure. basically like, yeah, that's really cool. I like it when you do huh. that in your videos. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. I wanted to figure out the right mixture, so I added some baby powder to the Mod Podge to make it a little more matte, and I needed to figure out how much to add. So we did some tests on a piece of clear acrylic there, so we would know what the final product looked like. That's awesome. I was able to dial it in. <laughs> and look at you throwing just a little color in there. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. That powder, the inside powder, pigment powder, looks like spores of some, like some, some. Uh, plant that your mom told you not to mess around with oh yeah. definitely we, we yeah. Those yeah. Brown and, and if you sneeze place. near it it's just gonna cloud through the oh, whole room that yeah. stuff's so gnarly you gotta yeah you want to wear gloves most of the time for you you're working with that stuff it gets everywhere that's cool. really really cool oh my gosh i want one of these and this for this like you know smallish indie title that not a lot of mainstream knowledge about yeah. i know a lot of hardcore gamers mm-hmm. that love it but it's not like you know this isn't the hot new thing on your hot new console or anything, but sure. just what a, if you're, if you're a fan of that stuff, what a cool thing this would be to have just sitting there by your PC. Well, and it's still really cool. If you're not familiar with the game, like what a, what a weird piece to have on your shelf that somebody's going to come over and look yeah. and say, why do you have like a squirrel card in a jar? Yeah. What's this yeah, ancient yeah. card in an ancient jar you have there, Bill, they would ask. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Have you, ever, you guys ever been to a shop that's like a kind of like an antique shop, more of like an oddities shop? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. We have one in those. Seattle. Totally. And I feel like, like, I hope this ends up in one of those shops someday. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, that's totally. Awesome. It would be perfect for that shop. I think I bought a, uh, one of those wooden, um, those wooden boxes that you have to do a whole bunch. Like it's a puzzle box kind of thing. I think I bought mm-hmm. one of those in Seattle last time. Oh we yeah. There. That's awesome. cool. I think if that's the same shop that we're thinking of. There used to be a TV show on some cable network. I don't remember who, but it, the whole thing was, it was basically like the Pawn Stars uh, model of, hey, I'm looking for a weird thing, or hey, I found a weird thing, what's it worth, sort of model of the show, but it was this weird shop 
and it was all like, oh, I found a cat skeleton. Is it worth any money? Or I found a, a one-eyed snake or, you know, that sounds wrong. But uh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I found one of those too, Scott. Yeah, that might be, I guess anybody could show me their one-eyed snake. But but yeah, like there's... Well, not uh, anybody. Maybe not everybody. But uh, there, there's... <laughs> what was that called though? Ah, I don't remember the name of it. It was fascinating though because they had like... You know, here's a shrunken head, a real one, uh, or here's um, a dinosaur bone that we found in someone's backyard, or just weird oddity type stuff. And I found that show fascinating, even though it was probably you know fake like Pawn Stars as far as people coming in and and all that, um, or edited to be more interesting. But I thought it was really it was really cool. Is it called Oddities? We may have found it here, Captain Kipper. Maybe. Oh, that's, that's it. Cool. That's it. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that's worth seeing. The seventy three episodes of that thing. I don't know. Where you get it now, but it was on Discovery and Science Channel had it. Uh, anyway, if you ever get a chance wow. to see it, it's great. Oddities TV series. Oh right. yeah, and and ye old oddity shop, which is on uh, Alaska Drive, is the is totally the place I was thinking of with like shrunken heads. And, right. Uh, uh, oh yeah, this is totally the place. That's cool. Animals under glass. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm fascinated by that stuff. Beetles. I think that's just really cool. Have you ever done one of those? Uh, Billy should do the, the the human head in a jar thing where they <laughs> they take a picture basically. And oh yeah, yeah. The way they wrap it around and then fog it upright, it looks like there's you know your actual head in a jar. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Sure, sure. Yeah. Not not an actual head in a yeah a piece just, of paper. No, that's a much better idea. Yeah. yeah. Let's not put a real head in there. I feel like he, <laughs> no, don't put a real head in there. I feel no, like he no, could no, get in trouble right. for that as far as you no, know, where yeah, you yeah. source. I was the thinking head. there's a scene from the Zorro movie with. Um, Antonio Banderas with a head in the jar. I was thinking of that. I think they probably used a prosthetic head for that one. Oh, probably. yeah, they probably did. I would hope. Yeah. The one I saw getting made looked really convincing, and it was just a photo, but... Yeah, those are bananas. I've seen yeah. those, too. Yeah. yeah. I want to make one of those. It's kind of like the, the, the John McClane uh, Christmas ornament where he's crawling through the yeah. thing, <laughs> and yeah, it looks like he really is in there, so, yeah. You know, we're not far from one of these, like, Vegas kiosk things. You know, the ones that make the paperweights that have a 3D image inside mm-hmm. them that they use with uh, laser curing? Uh, imagine, you know, you, you come up and there's, like, a bottle and there's the resin block already in there. And then they put your face on the resin block inside the bottle because through the glass they can they can do that curing technique. I feel like we're not too far from those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting there. We're creeping up to it, Brian. Uh, excellent go check out their latest video which apparently for some reason is cached funny on my browser but is there Uh, Mm -hmm. so you can find it at punishprops.com or the Punish Props uh, YouTube channel which uh, you should subscribe to anyway Bill uh, you always leave us with a little bonus uh, thing what do you got today I sure do Um, this is a video from my friend Nate he used to work on the King of Random but he doesn't work on that channel anymore and he has his own YouTube channel called Nate from the internet and he made a stainless steel carving knife mm. it looks oh, like he's gotten wow. into knife making and i know a lot of folks are really into that uh so you might want to head over to nate's channel and give him a follow uh nate's a really awesome dude a really fantastic maker and he's kind of starting his own thing now That's very excited great. to see where he takes it yep i've uh yet to get any of these videos from you where the person involved is not uh, have a beard. Is that just a rule for you people? <laughs> oh, the women. Uh, the women, men, women no, everyone oh, yeah, the women beard. don't. Sure. <laughs> That's the sure. But uh, but you know what I mean? Like Maybe it's because I say that, but we're all having beards here as well. So maybe it's just men True. and beards. Yeah. yeah. It could be that the last year, everyone was just like, nah, I ain't shaving. Yeah. Nah, we're, living in, we're living in peak beard time, I think. 
Yeah, uh, totally. If Maybe. I was to guess. Uh, your name is even Chinbeard on Twitter. Everybody follow him there. He's right there. That's right. Bill, have a great, great week, and we'll see you next time. Well, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye see ya. That was a very jaunty way of him leaving. Usually he just goes, okay, and he's, and he's out. <laughs> kind of, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but he has a, had a very nice, uh, you know, cheerful exit. Yeah, yeah, he's, such, he's got such a great demeanor. He really does. He does, doesn't he? He sure does. All right, does. we're going to add Bobby to the call and uh, share some time with our favorite science correspondent, Bobby Franks, uh, which will happen now if I can find his damn thing. Here it is. Science. Hey, look who it is. It's Bobby Frankenberger, all about science, this guy. He's all around science, too. Hey, Bobby, what's going on, man? Welcome back. Nah, not a lot. I spent all morning trying to get in touch with the FAA on the phone. That was weird. Oh, really? What for? Yeah. What was that about? Yeah. Well, I, what was weird about it was that the person who kept telling me that their phone lines were busy sounded exactly like Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, <laughs> well, wait a minute. But, uh, in like a, like, mm-hmm, a I like mustard and taters kind like of thing? like a sling blade oh. one. Just like just him talking his normal self. Okay. Um, but, uh, but no, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm trying to learn how to... I'm trying to take flying lessons, but I have to get a medical certification for it, and I'm blind in one eye, so... I have to, like, I have to go through a bunch of, jump through a bunch of hoops to do it, and one of the hoops is a really important hoop that involves the FAA, and they just haven't been getting in touch with me, so. Well, it seems like what you've proven here is that government um, entities and organizations aren't all that efficient, it turns out. turns out sometimes they're just slow, you know? Turns out. uh, That's true, yeah. But it's it's okay. I was in a good mood because I was doing it with my... America's Next Top Podcaster shirt on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Commit look to the at bit. that sweet shirt. Yeah, huh. that's a yeah. nice shirt. I what, like that shirt. What kind of new information do we know about that dang show, Bobby? Do I don't we... know. I think I saw an episode drop in my feed today, didn't you? That's right. Yeah, I'll talk about that more in uh, end of show stuff. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'll also talk about the fact that if you want to be a contestant on America's Next Top Podcaster Season 4, now's the time to do it. But I'll talk more about that at the end of the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So. Hold, on, hold on to your butts. There's more coming, everybody. Yeah. That's right. On. Yeah. Uh, well, that's awesome. Uh, so, let me, one other question about the flying thing: if they, yeah. if they say to you, um, like how bl- how blind are you in one eye? Is it like I'm completely blind in one eye. I've been that oh, way my really? entire life. I didn't yeah. know that. My, my wow. right eye. Okay. Was that since birth, or is that? Did you yep, say your I, entire life? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've had. I I was. I have a congenital. Uh, condition called morning glory syndrome in that one eye just it's just it's named based on how the what the retina apparently not apparently i've seen it the retina looks like a morning glory flower it it has to do with the the optic nerve is not attached in the right place in the back of my retina so it doesn't transmit any signals from my eye to my brain so i can't see out of that eye and um they uh because it's been that way my whole life it doesn't really impact my depth perception for long distance like right up next to my face i i don't play mm-hmm. sports because of that for example yeah um but i can drive and everything because i've lived my whole life that way and so i have to convince the faa that i'm able to fly so i have to i'll have to go up in a plane with an faa person and demonstrate <laughs> that i am safe yeah mm-hmm. well i uh that's super interesting i'd never I, heard of that we before had, uh, 
dinner last night with one of Tina's cousins who, as a kid, as a four-year-old kid, threw a stick up in the air, looked up to catch it, missed it, stick went into his eye. Oh, he pulled it out himself. Yeah. His eye looked like when they it took like eleven surgeries. At one point, it looked like a little raisin inside ah. his head because it shriveled up, and is now able, but now has uh, now has sight and and is doing fine. He's wow. about our age, and he's uh, he's okay now. Okay, but they yeah. so they got it working again. That's resilient. They got it working again. That's and that's amazing stuff. Took uh, Dang, he's dude. from Wyoming. It took a lot of flights to Denver where there was a specialist that could get things. So wow. I got a I have a terrible story about eyes. Let me tell you this real fast. So my mm-hmm. cousin who served in Afghanistan, the first the nine the early nineties one, mm-hmm. or not Afghanistan. Sorry, the Iraq the Iraq conflict thing that we had there uh, under George H uh, R W Old Man Bush. Or whoever's <laughs> old man. Bush. Anyway, old man yeah. Bush. And uh, <clears throat> anyway, he went there, served, and during his time there, uh, some grenade or something went off, and little bits of shrapnel went everywhere. And he ducked and didn't get hit anywhere except one little piece of shrapnel that was like a curved, flat oh. piece of metal went wow. into the side of his eye, right where this ocular bone meets your eye. Yeah. on the outside of his left eye, went into that ocular bone or into that space between them, rounded the bone, Jeez. and on its way, cut the optic nerve. So just chunk, Ooh. just completely severed it and then rolled all the way through and popped out the other side of the ocular bone. Like Imagine like a ring out of something, like a, like a hoop or a ball oh. just going, you know? Wow. And it was that precise in terms of where it hit and how it exited. And, um, you know, blinded him, obviously, in that eye immediately. But uh, super intense. And his eye, you look at him now, he just still has his eye in there. Healthy eye. The eye looks mm. fine. Just no, you know, he doesn't have to put a false one in there or do any kind of surgery to get rid of it or whatever. This thing just cleanly went in there and sliced that nerve Jeez. and then well, popped out the other yeah. end. Yeah, it was gnarly. Anyway, okay. Eye torture uh, discussion. Uh, yeah, we're now we're not done with eye breakfast. Yeah, yes. eye body horror now complete. We're now That's moving like, on yeah. to Bobby horror instead. Let's do some Bobby, Bobby horror. horror. Some Bobby horror. Uh, Bobby, what did you bring in the science world today for us? What's going on? I uh, I learned about something reading some science news that I didn't know existed, and I thought I'd talk to you guys about it and the, and the news that's about it, which is um, you've heard of anemia, right? You yeah. know. You know, anemia is this condition where you have a low red blood cell count. And so, um, it, 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 well, that's the most common cause of it. But really, it's just that oxygen can't be, is not being um, transported by your, your blood very well. So you have low oxygen, usually caused by low red blood cell count. There's also a thing called space anemia. Oh, yeah. I heard about this the other day. Um, yeah. Well, it was in the news because they just found out that, um, that space anemia uh, persists past, um, like, uh, like they thought it was a thing that would happen to astronauts while they were in space, and then your body would regulate, and when you came down, you were good. And they just found out recently that the space anemia persists after after you get back for, for up to at least a year. They've seen so far, Jeez. Um, your body continues to. Um, engage in in uh, increased levels of so, so let me let me explain so space the reason space anemia happens and um, is because when you go up into space 
lots of things happen in your body um, that are crazy, like bone density loss and muscle atrophy and stuff like that. But one of the things that happens is pretty quickly when you get up there, your body loses a bunch of fluids. So like 10 to 25% of fluid is lost from the body. And, and much of that comes from blood vessels. So your blood has less fluid in it, which means it throws off the ratio of fluid to red blood cell count. You have way too much, way, way more red blood cells, um, ratio wise is that fluid just like floating in the air and everyone's breathing it in or where the hell does it go i don't know if it's just peed out or what i actually (laughs) tried to look because i that's a question i have is not only where does it go i assume it's probably peed out somehow um that's probably uh, the best way to get rid of it yeah (laughs) but but my question was why does that happen and i couldn't answer i couldn't find an answer to why your body loses all that fluid i know that fluid gets just generally moved around. Our bodies evolved on Earth where there's lot, there's plenty of gravity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so our body functions... Like, if you were engineering our body, then you you were it was engineered in such a way assuming that there would be gravity, right? So your heart pumps your blood, but kind of the way it works is it's, it's pumping it to the upper parts of your body in a way and... and it, it doesn't have to work as hard to get body to go back down to your lower extremities like your legs and feet. Sure. Um, so when you're up in space where you're in microgravity, um, a lot of that fluid ends up collecting in the upper part of your body. And that's why if you've ever seen astronauts, their faces always look puffy is because fluid kind of floats up in their bodies. Oh, that makes sense. Well, I mean, basically, this all just comes down to the fact that we we're not evolved to be in that environment. We're involved no, to be in where we are, and that involves Earth's gravitational pull at the level that it is, and and yeah. everything else around us, and our you know our atmosphere, and the way we deal with oxygen and all that, and then suddenly we're put in this place that we don't. Ex- I mean, you know, what this reminds me of this reminds me of like in the expanse and the the way the the belters, uh, yeah, how they're all their tall bodies and changed, and yeah, they're lanky right. and, and and gaunt, and they, you take them down to Mars or Earth, and they almost get crushed. They have to be in special even, tanks and all that. That's, yeah, even the Martians in there, isn't it? They go back to Earth and they have to deal with like they have to take special medications to deal with the gravity and yeah. the oxygen levels and stuff. I love that kind of stuff because it's yeah. it's such a great re- realistic take on that in a science fiction setting. But it's really yeah. true. Like we don't think of this if we go start exploring other planets and we find something inhabited and let's say it's the size of Jupiter, mm-hmm. it's going to f us up. Right, yeah, and, and they're all going to be humunculuses, and we're all going to just fall on the ground <laughs> into puddles. It's going to be bad. Goo, little pe- yeah. goo people, goo yeah. people, yeah, goople, yeah. <laughs> so for whatever reason, our body gets rid of it because of all the all, all that extra fluid. Because I guess it it doesn't need it or or whatever. There's some process, but but to compensate for that, because there's less fluid in the body, your body um, goes through a process of what's called hemolysis which is it's basically your body's destroying its own red blood cells in order to lower the count your body does this all the time anyway uh it just increases the rate at which it does that when you're in space it's almost like a little over 50 percent higher rate because it's trying to get it down to that equilibrium point that that normal ratio right and yeah. so it used to be scientists thought well that just happens and after about you know a week and a half or so, then it will level out and it and it doesn't continue. But they just found out that um, that 
process, your body continues to to destroy red blood cells at a higher rate than normal. Um, it continues on throughout the time that you're in space. Also, after you get back down to Earth, the anemia happens when you get down to Earth, by the way, because now your body holds on to more fluid and then the, the offset of the ratio goes in the other direction. Now you have more fluid and less red blood cells. And so that's anemia, right? When you have lower. So um, wow. eventually that gets corrected, but your body continues to destroy red blood cells at a higher rate up to um, at least so far they've looked at it at least a year after it in some cases and um, that has a lot of implications for what uh, what you need to look at and and what you need to know and correct for and account for when you're sending potentially sending people up into space for a long period of time like we're gearing up now to send people to space you know mm-hmm. so we need to know these things. I mean, yeah. we're going to be on the moon, going to Mars, maybe, perhaps. Oh, we got all kinds of potential weirdness. You know, like if, if we keep getting better and better at reaching out, we're going to have to get better and better at adapting to that and knowing it, mm-hmm. knowing what to yeah. adapt for. And uh, I don't know, artificial gravity is going to be important, like all kinds of stuff, because we're not going to evolve in a week. It's not going to change that right. quick. Right. If there's anything less... Uh, accurate about the way the expanse treats this. I think they crammed a lot of Belter evolution into a short amount of time. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would it would probably take a lot longer, but it is a couple hundred years, I guess, that they've been out there. So I don't know. I don't know if that's enough, but we just don't know. And that's fascinating stuff. Um, and there's probably other stuff we don't know about. Like ah, next thing you'll tell me, I got what do you got? Oh, I got the s- space aneurysms. What are those? <laughs> ah, that's just in space. You just have a different kind and. Oh no! I got space diarrhea. Oh, that's space. the worst. Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, we already know there's space madness. We've seen it in a billion different movies. Yeah. So there's the <laughs> yeah. We got the psychological stuff. We got the physical stuff. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. we can have space um, cramps. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Space cramps. <laughs> space cramps. Space cramps. Yeah, I got a bad yeah. space of space cramps. There's a case of space cramps, and they've lasted two years. Oh no! My favorite Michael Broderick or uh, Matthew Broderick movie was yeah. Space Cramps. Oh, yeah, he was so, so good, good in Space Cramps. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. I wish they'd remake the, um, that. Anyway. <laughs> and uh, I mean, in but in all seriousness, there's likely going to be, I would imagine, specialty medications that are going to be having to be created in order to prepare people's bodies physiologically for these types of things like like yeah it makes sense that we think that our muscles would get weaker because there's less gravity right Mm -hmm. um but these sorts of things about the blood um aren't as obvious when you just think about it because they're it's like oh yeah of course okay your blood is not being pumped in the same way your heart is working differently and your body's reacting to changes that were unforeseen and so it's really good for us to be paying attention to all these things so yeah. that we can eventually escape our decaying dying earth <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly no that's fan- that's fascinating um i i have too much i have an uh, right now i have a i have an excess of red blood cells and they want me to go give blood like three four times a year for uh, for that reason oh wow um, wow. I don't, it's not like a massive amount, but it's enough where they're like, yeah, you should probably, you know, donate some blood. That'll help keep it in, in check. 
and they maybe see. Maybe you just need to go spend some time in space. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. that's, a, that's up, the new use answer. Use up some of those red blood cells there. Yeah, the the cause of it, she said, was probably um, those. T- I'm, I'm, they had me on those T shots, you know, for the low T, the low T. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that increases your red blood cell count, which I think makes me more of a man somehow. I don't know how that works, but. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, hey, this is great. Uh, More great scientific uh, coverage by our good pal, Bobby. Now, Bobby, why don't you tell people where they can get more, even more, on another podcast called All Around Science. Where is it and how do they get it? Uh, Yeah, my podcast, where I talk about science every week, is called All Around Science. That's how you find it. Just type All Around Science into something and it'll pop up. Type it into your uh, speak and spell and it'll pop up there. Yeah, put it in your Googler. uh, Yeah, that'll get you there every time. Uh, awesome. Well, I'm. Uh, I, I, what are you guys talking about here on the next one or the most recent episode? We just put out an episode yesterday, and my brain is failing me because of all my time on the phone with uh, Billy Bob Thornton. So I can't remember what it's, <laughs> what it's about. <laughs> was he? It was really good, though. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should check yeah. it out. What was he? Was he a lawyer fighting hard for the the working man, or was he uh, a hitman trying it to find? It was uh, astonishing how much I really wondered if they hired him to do the. I should I should record it and send it to you. Maybe they did. That would be hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton doing FAA work. Uh, fantastic, Bobby. I hope you have nothing but a great week between now and next time we see you. Uh, take care, and we'll see you then. Thanks. Bye. Now. See you, Bobby. Bye now. Bye. Bye, Bye Bobby. Bye, 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 bye. All right, <clears throat> we're done. Uh, real quick, <laughs> couple couple of quick things. We got some show stuff, yeah. some show news here. Uh, Play Retro happened yesterday. We did a deep dive on Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Junior, and Donkey Kong Three as three very important arcade games in the history of video games and what they led to, what they inspired, all of the legal stuff that happened around them, the rip-off game called Crazy Kong that got people in big trouble. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Crazy Kong. Yeah. yeah. Really weird time. Uh, definitely worth your checking out if you like retro games and are into that sort of thing. Get Play Retro wherever you get your podcasts or go to frogpants.com slash play retro and all those links are there including Spotify, Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, everything, all of it. It's all there. Uh, Brian, tell us about America's Next Top Podcaster All-Stars. I will do exactly that. We had an episode go up yesterday, the episode, so it's a self-contained one-week or two-week challenge episode. Really, it took place a lot longer than that because of COVID. We had one of our contestants actually get COVID and had to extend things out. But uh, we bring back some of our comedy uh, well, the contestants that got eliminated during Comedy Week of the past three seasons. And we give them a challenge to create something serious. They had to create a serious podcast, but we gave them one more requirement. They had to include 11, or no, what eight, eight lyrics from uh, All Star by Smash Mouth mm. in their serious podcast. Yep. Uh, how well did they do? Well, find out by going to America's Next Stop Podcaster, uh, podcaster.com. Now, while you're there, sign up. We're uh, starting the next season of America's Next Stop Podcaster at the end of February, and uh, we want you to be a contestant um, for this next season. Got a lot of great stuff planned. I need to confirm with all of the judges, but so far the the ones I've talked to have confirmed. Scott, we'll need to we'll need to chat because uh, you know it's the same night as Play Retro. Oh yeah, uh, we'll yeah, have yeah. to figure things out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, go visit America's Next Top and. Sign up, become a contestant. Look, people uh, who've participated in this have gone on to do some amazing things, be part of the network. Bobby here has a segment now 
every Tuesday on TMS. And we would never have met Bobby were it not for ANTP. Um, so, so check it out. America's Next Top Podcaster. Be a contestant. Boot camp. Up your podcasting game. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. More on that coming soon. Patreon.com slash TMS is how you support this show. Do you like having an ad-free experience every day? Do you like having extra content at the top and bottom of the show? every day do you like having a bonus uh friday episode almost every week do you like our play dates do you like all these things well then you'll like our patreon if none of these things made any sense to you it's because you're not there yet so go read about it check it out and sign up frogpants or sorry patreon.com slash tms okay i think that's it let's get out of here why not do it with song Yes, I will do that. Joel in Milwaukee wrote in and said, Hey, Scott and Brian, my mom passed away on January 1st, one day after her 74th birthday. She struggled with several health issues over the past few years, so my siblings and I are sad she has left us, but we're happy that she's no longer suffering. Lucky for us, the hospital relaxed their COVID restrictions on visitors, giving us all a chance to say goodbye to her in person. While this song wasn't my mom's favorite, it does have special meaning. The lyrics were printed throughout my mom's senior yearbook, and the reverend at her funeral, without any prior knowledge, quoted much of the song in his eulogy, which gave me the chills. Uh, My siblings and I have relied on Gallo's humor to keep our spirits up, but for me personally... TMS has also helped bring smiles and laughs. Uh, thank you both. And let's test the ship's phasers. Signed, Joel in Milwaukee. Duke 7983 went in the chat. Oh, let's give him a phasers. Let's test the ship's phasers. There you go. Yeah. I'm sorry um, about your mom. That sucks. That does suck. Um, all right. So, well, this song, uh, it's, it's interesting that you bring up the fact that you're uh, Reverend quoted it because technically the song came from, I want to say Ecclesiastes. I, I'm, I should have pulled this up in my notes beforehand, but I think it is, uh, it was adapted from Ecclesiastes by uh, Pete Seeger, who wrote the first version of it. The song is turn, 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 or with the required exclamation points, it's turn, 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 which <laughs> sounds like Tina giving me directions in the car. Uh, the version I'm going to play, is by a former lead singer of the band Jellyfish, one of my favorite pop groups from the 90s, Andy Sturmer. Uh, A bunch of demos of Andy Sturmer's music surfaced uh, in the last several years. And um, and, and this was kind of a, a highlight for me, is this amazing cover of Turn, Turn, Turn that never got an official release. Here is the song Turn, 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 originally by Pete Seeger, most famously covered by The Birds, covered here by Andy Sturmer.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. At last.